0: Hello and welcome to episode 63 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today, we're going to take a little dive into whatever your favorite talent theme is and we're going to look at how you use that on a daily basis to get where you want to go or maybe not. So stay tuned.
1: You're listening to my circus my monkeys the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development if you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients keep listening this podcast explores essential information on supervision employee engagement and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team we'll examine the latest research in psychology neuroscience education and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host and bracket the chief engagement officer of strengths university
0: okay everybody has a favorite talent theme that one talent theme aka strength aka talent that they really like to talk about get extra energized when they use it or when they are asked to use it for me that talent theme is ideation. And the reason I wanted to talk about your favorite talent theme, which mine's ideation, I have no idea what yours is. Maybe ideation, maybe something completely different. But I've talked about in other episodes, really taking the time to get to understand how your talent themes show up for you. So by focusing on one of your talent themes, you can do that more effectively. So I've talked about in other episodes how it's really beneficial to take two minutes every day to think about how are my talents showing up for me. And hopefully many of you have been doing that. But if you haven't, this is an easier way to start that process because we like our favorite talents, talent theme, right? Again, mind ideation. So it's really easy for me to think of Ways ideation shows up for me. And it's really easy for me to pay attention when all of a sudden I'm having ideas, I'm putting things together because, again, it's my favorite. And it's just a little bit more complicated when we're taking time at the end of the day to think about all five of our talents. Or if you've taken the Clifton Strengths Report for managers, you have your top 10. Wow, all 10. Hmm, I don't know. Here, this one a little bit. You know, it's just dividing your attention a little bit more. And it's certainly not difficult per se, but when you're trying to start this new habit of paying attention to how your talents show up, it can be just enough confusion or complication to make your brain go, "Eh, never mind. I don't quite get what she's saying. It's a little confusing. It's hard to do. So we'll just not do it because that's easier. So by just picking one, and focusing on that, and especially your favorite one, because you like it most, it's going to make this process easier. And so what I'd recommend is you can keep the, the two minutes a day to start, but really think about, okay, for the next week, maybe the next two weeks, or maybe even the next month. It doesn't really matter, because even by just focusing on one of your talents... That's going to start getting you in the mindset of paying attention to how your talents show up in general. So as you're going through the day, you're going to start thinking about, oh, my ideation. There it goes. It's blossoming into this wonderful new idea for a new initiative. Huzzah. Or you're sitting there and you're going, I just read this article. I think this really connects well to this other thing we're going to do. I think we can really get something together that's going to be awesome for the students. That's my ideation. And, and I will say that even though you're focusing on just one of your talents, you're probably going to notice that other talents are there as supporting characters. Or, or maybe this, this particular talent is a supporting character because our talents don't work in isolation typically. like Sometimes we do get stuck, like we're overusing perhaps analytical to the point that none of our other talents are able to show up and get us out of that. But for the most part, on a daily basis, things are kind of working together in some sort of symbiosis. So like in the example just there, it was my input. I read an article. And now the ideas from this article are combining with other ideas of things that we're doing on campus to make XYZ better. But you're still focusing for the most part on that one thing. And the nice thing about focusing on just one of your talents is, is you can get really, really deep, really fast. So you're looking for how does, and again, insert the blank, whatever your favorite talent is, how does my ideation help me in this situation? How does my ideation help me with this project, with this student? You know, for me, my ideation is always showing up when I'm talking to students, when anybody comes to me with any sort of problem or issue, because it's trying to think of original and creative ways to solve that problem. Now, for some of you, that might be restorative that's in play right there, trying to solve problems. But for me, it's my ideation. Again, usually working with strategic inputs, etc. But it's ideation leading the way. You can pay attention to how your talent shows up in relation to others. Do certain people bring out that talent more than others? And you can look at how do other people respond to this particular talent? Because there are some people in my life that when I have my ideas, their, their kind of first reaction is to look at me inquisitive, inquisitively and kind of the dot, dot, dot is, OK, well, have you thought out how this is all going to work? You know, because their talent set is more aligned with like, I'm thinking about how this would actually happen and it doesn't make sense? Or have you thought of this problem that is probably going to occur if you do it this way? And when I'm in full ideation mode, I'm just excited about my talent and my idea. And, you know, it doesn't always hit me. I I should say constructive criticism right when I've had the idea doesn't land as well as when I've had a little bit more chance to kind of think it through with some of my other talents. So, if I have a fantastic idea, I've learned enough about my talents and how they're showing up and how they impact other people to talk to other individuals who are super excited also. Yes, eventually, all of them can help me walk through the process. But at first, I need that encouragement and that, yeah, that's awesome. Because there are also other people who who just, you know, we don't need to do something new. They like consistency. They like... But we've always done it this way. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad sense in this situation, but those can be an important next step because thinking about, you know, any sort of new creative thing often requires energy, new resources to make it happen. You know, time, of course, to get those new things done. And maybe that's not realistic, but understanding how each person is going to resonate with my ideation can be important when I'm planning to roll something out, or I've thought about. And I should say, even when my ideation is in play, it's very rare that it comes up with an idea that has absolutely no thought behind it. It's usually an idea that that stems from some input, you know, multiple input sources that strategic has kind of combined helped to combine in different ways to think. Oh, this will really help us with blank outcome. So there's, there's typically thought behind it. But again, understanding how that's going to hit different people can be really, really important. When I'm thinking about, oh, I have this new initiative I want to start, who should I start with to gain buy-in? And so for you, with your favorite talent, which is probably one that's going to show up more often than others because you like it, you like to play with it. So as much as possible, you like to bring it out knowing how that's going to hit other people can be really helpful no matter what you're trying to do. Not necessarily like me, oh, I have a new idea that I want to run with. But, oh, I've been analyzing this data and I found some interesting patterns that I think are going to impact our policies. Now, if you just look at it from a hierarchical standpoint, like, well, I'll go to my supervisor and they'll go to their supervisor and yada, yada, bing, bang. Yada, yada, bing, bang. Yes. I'm certainly not saying to go around your supervisor, but if your supervisor, if you've noticed that when you go to your supervisor with just analytical data, they don't necessarily respond, I don't even want to say well, but they're not, well, I'll use this term, I didn't really want to, but they're not really turned on by your numbers information, then it might be better to start with someone else who can help you reformulate how you want to present it to your supervisor, maybe present it to other folks on campus who might also see value in it and can run with it in a different way. But it's really about understanding that my talents show up in this way. This is how my favorite talent often shows up for me. This is how it helps me. This is how it gets in my way. And part of that getting in my way could very well be with other people. And so again, by just focusing on one of your talents instead of all five or all 10, this really helps your reticular activating system hone in. And for those of you who, reticular what system? Um, That is the system in your brain that helps filter out other information. Like what is the most important information that we need to pay attention to? Your reticular activating system sets up the parameters. And if you've never taken strengths or you just took it, It certainly hasn't been programmed to look for your specific talent themes and how they work for you. So you have to tell it, this is important. This is what I want to focus on. And again, with the brain, we've talked about this in other episodes, your brain is lazy in the sense that it's trying to, your brain is lazy in the sense that it is trying to conserve energy for emergency situations. So it needs to know that this information... How you're using your favorite talent is important for its survival. Because to a certain degree, it is. It may not save your life per se, but it can save you a lot of time and energy if you know how you're using that talent and you can start mitigating situations where you're using it in a way that's not getting you where you want to go, not helping you reach your goals. Now, I didn't want to go too long today because full disclosure, I my little pug Pekingese mix had emergency surgery on Friday and I'm waiting to hear back if she can come home today. So I just wanted to do something quick to get you guys some information and you know, help you think about a different way of doing this. Again, my suggestion is whether you have been paying more attention to how your talents are showing up for you, which is really, really crucial information when it comes to managing your talents and managing your energy, If you've never done it before, a great introduction is to just start with one. If you've already been paying attention to how your talents work, this is a great way to do a deep dive and really focus more on each one. So start with your favorite, do that for a week, maybe two weeks until you feel like you've got a good handle on it, and then switch to another one. Because again, this is helping train your brain to pay attention to when those talents, which are automatically showing up, Are behaving in a way that's helping you or getting in your way. So, the ways that it gets in your way, you can start mitigating that. So, in my example before, if I'm really excited about something and I want people on board, I'm probably not going to start by talking to those people who are immediately skeptical. I definitely want their feedback at some point because there may be something that I'm missing as far as making this work. But first, I want to see if other people are excited by about this idea and think it's, you know, potentially going to be effective. Then and this is how my brain works, then we can start looking for problems and making tweaks to make it work for everyone. But first, I just want to get some buy-in. And so same thing for you when you're leading with different talents, who is responding in what ways so you know in different situations, oh, I have this data. I should go to Brenda. That's my best first person for this type of thing. Or if it's empathy, I know if I go to so and so, they don't respond well to my empathetic tendency, but if I go to Barb, I guess everybody just has B names in this episode, then she's going to be more receptive and then I can progress as I kind of shore up some other information or, you know, my plan of attack for whatever this is then I can go to those other individuals. But again, the only way you know this is by paying attention and focusing in on your talent themes. Okay, I know this was short, but again, I just wanted to give you um, something to think about, a new way to get more information about how your talents are showing up in a deeper slash possibly more focused way. So until next week, stay strong.
1: Thanks for listening to my circus my monkeys you can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website wwwstrentsuniversityorg slash if you found this podcast valuable please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere finally be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode
0: As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track. So we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our summer institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest, and that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes, or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org.
1: Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.